Good evening again, saints of God. We thank God for another day to come to hear the word of truth that will make us perfect and look more and more like Jesus Christ. We are continuing in our series of knowing God and looking again at the things that God hates. So we look today, and our focal verse today will be um, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 18. So let's, let's start by asking God to speak to us. So Father, we come before you again. Lord, Bible says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Lord, we come to you because we know we are nothing of our own. Lord, the words you speak to us today are spirit and life. Speak to us. Show us where we have air. Show us, O oh God, where we stained our garments. That, Father, the, wash, the water of your word shall wash us and cleanse us and make us, O oh God, look more and more like Jesus. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we'll look, starting with Proverbs chapter 6, verse 18. Um, it says that, A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, and feet that be swift in running to mischief. And you notice that God said a heart, not a mind or a person, but a heart. Because the heart actually is the seat of who you are. That is where... The embodiment of who you are is and bible has many things to say about the heart if you look at why the heart why not a mind or a belly or a hand but a heart because bible says about the heart in proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 that keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life it means that everything pertaining to life actually springs out of your heart so, which is why Bible says you should keep it, you should guard it. So, you should watch over it like a person watches over a vault of money or some precious item. That is the heart. The heart is the difference between life and death because it will choose wisely or choose foolishly or choose life or death depending on how it feels. So, unless you guard it well and guard it well with the knowledge of the word of God, you will actually be deceived into thinking that your heart is right. So, it says keep your heart. And Bible again says that in, in Jeremiah 17, 9, says that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It means that if you're not careful, you will think that your heart is right. Or you'll be deceived by your own heart into go, to, to picking the wrong choice. For Bible says that there are two parts in this life. One narrow and difficult, one broad and easy. The heart will make you see all the potential benefits of taking a, a, a stress-free, easy, broadway life. And you end up at the end of it all with destruction and eternal damnation in hell. So you see, the heart is the difference between your, your work with God or your work with the devil. It can make you believe that black is white or white is black based on your feeling of what it's or a feeling or a perception of what, what feels good. So Bible says that the heart we should keep, the heart is deceptive. deceptive. So she says, I said, a heart that devises wicked imag imaginations. You know, think about it. This heart can devise things. It comes up with things. It comes up with thoughts. If you think about it, your imaginations come out of what you feel. So, oh, today I desire, I wish I had ice cream. So imagine ice cream. Today I wish I was uh, the, the president of Ghana. So you can imagine yourself that way. So you, you, you imagine, but it says wicked imaginations. What does that mean? So it means that, for example, um, you wake up today and then you remember the evil that someone at work did to you. Somebody you encountered at work. Are you in, in, in a banking sector? You met a customer who was very, very abrasive, very rude. Then you start imagining, I wish he would be crushed by a car. 
I wish something would knock him down, or I wish the fact that God will strike him now with a disease. You are imagining wicked things. So you see, out of your heart, the imaginations are wicked. That's what God has said. The heart is imagining these things. So you haven't carried it out, but the Bible says that hatred or murder starts from the heart. You first are hurt. You hold on to the hurt. You hate, and then you imagine murder. And then at that point, if you have the chance, you actually will commit murder. But if you look at the, the example of Cain and Abel, he first imagined himself slighted or he, he, he got jealous of his brother, imagined himself eh, 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 worthy to have a sacrifice accepted, was bitter, and then thought out the murder and killed his brother eh, eh, Abel. So you see, it starts from the heart. You start imagining wicked things. Or for example, um, you are trying, you have to compete for someone in an interview. You say, oh, I wish this person would be, would be sick and won't show up. I wish this person would get all the answers wrong. See, those are things where you are imagining evil for the person. Why would you do such a thing if the heart is right? That means that the heart can deceive you think that these things are right. So, wicked imaginations. Now, why, why should you worry about it? Because if, if, if you look at Genesis chapter 6, it says that the effect of these things is this. Bible says this, that in God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of his thoughts, every imagination or the thought of his heart was evil continually. It means that the reason why God destroyed the earth with the flood was because his heart was thinking evil things every single time. So he might can imagine God hates so much that it caused him to destroy a whole generation of people because of in continual wicked imaginations. It means that you have to be careful. Don't the 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 the, the jokes we post about people you know um we take someone's head we we, we we cut and paste a dog's head and post and we think it's funny it can't be because see we have just marred god's image by fixing a dog's head on a human being it is not right the the jokes we pass in terms of what goes on in our body politic you know we can take a president of a nation and oftentimes presidents are elderly people and we 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 we, 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 we have these comments we post and we laugh about it we imagine wicked things we imagine a president with diarrhea we imagine a president having some disease because we feel that their policies that they've carried out are bad no we're not called we are called to pray for our leaders not to curse them in our hearts those are wicked intentions or imaginations now bible says that it can cause a whole generation to be wiped out that is actually what caused the world to be, to be cleared away by, by a flood in the days of noah now, if you think about it, they were defiled by their imaginations. So, as you imagine in your heart wicked things, that, that someone will get sick, someone will get will, will, will die, someone will not do well, so that you will do better. That, that, that God will pay back the driver who crossed you and caused his tire to be flat. That God will cause that woman who, who snatched your boyfriend or girlfriend to, to, to miscarry. That God will cause that man who broke your heart to, to be broke for life. No. Those are imaginations that are wrong. It can't be. You are a child of God. So these things will defile you. Now, this is the thing. Like, as you imagine, it builds up these rivers. The rivers become polluted with evil things. They defile the temple. What happens to a defiled temple? The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 3, verse 16 to 17, that don't you know that your body is the temple of God, that, that if you defile this temple, God will destroy it. It means that as you imagine these things, you defile yourself. As you are defiled, God has only one option. He's a holy God. He says, I only live in a holy temple. So if, if, if the temple is defiled, if you keep defiling the temple, by all means, it has to be destroyed. You will destroy yourself by that because his judgment will fall on you because you are polluting the temple. He can't live in and work in you. So you see, the thing is this. 
you say, oh, it's just a small imagination. It's not. It's actually a means of inviting God's judgment and destroying it's a destruction for yourself. Don't do that. So that's why he hates it. So he hates it so much that what is this? What it means is this. You are made in the image of God, perfect and pure. Yes, by virtue of sin in the days of Adam and Eve, we are tainted. But he has formed us again in Christ Jesus. We are born again by the blood and the name of Jesus Christ. Why do you want to, to, to mar the image again? The image is that in, in Christ, you have stopped lying. You have stopped stealing. You have stopped cursing. You have stopped desiring to sin so that now you can look more like a son because the son was truth. He spoke truth. He lived a life of truth, sacrifice, humility, nothing evil in him. He's making you like that. As you begin to imagine these wicked things in your heart, you are going back. You have become like a dog, going back to the vomit that was sin and evil. You can't do that. So this is the thing. The, the thing is this. What imaginations are you having? What are you harboring in your heart against your neighbor, against your wife, against your husband, against your brother or sister? If it is evil, know that you are, you are simply saying that I'm not fit for heaven. That God destroy me because I'm, I'm, I'm dating the temple. You can't do that. So, the, in simple terms, how do we get back to know God? If God is to know you, it means that he must reveal himself to you. But, he, but if you are filthy, he walks away, he backs away. So as you are now, what is going on in your, in your, in your heart? What, has gone, what have you done in the past? You know, you can't change your past, but the past can be washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ if you can repent and confess. So Bible says this in Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. So today, ask God, God, I think I, if you can't remember, say, Lord, search my heart. Bring to mind. Let me remember that I may confess these things. Search me, search my heart, show me where I've erred, how I've imagined wicked things that, that I'll repent and turn from those wicked acts because you hate these things. And the thing is, this the final thing is that after, after God has searched you and shown you, you must pray a second prayer that, that, that David prayed creating me a clean heart. For if the heart is clean, the Holy Spirit will reside in you and will be willing to bear, you will blossom with fruit and things that glorify God. So, that this, in summary, it is this. One, we can't trust our hearts. Our hearts are evil. They are wicked. So we can't depend on our hearts for things. We must depend on God and His Word and His Spirit to lead us into truth. Two, in the past or even today, we have, we have imagined things in traffic, in at school, at work, in different places of, of, of where we have been. That have been wickedness to God because we have imagined people sick. We have cursed people in our hearts. We imagine all manner of things with people. That has wronged God. By doing that, we have made our temples unfit for His presence to be with us. So, unless we, we, we have become aware of these things, we're going to walk thinking that we know God, but He will tell us that I never knew you because your temple is dead. Because, see, intimacy with you means that He has to live in you and abide in you. He's with you. That's intimacy. That, that, that's, that's close contact with you. Unless you are intimate with, with, with God, or with God, He will tell you on that day that I never knew you. You, you don't want to hear that. So, truthfully, if God hates it, and you can't live, you can't know God with, with, with these imaginations in your heart, then you must know that you have, to, you have to let it go. So tonight, it's just one thing. Whatever you imagined in the past, whatever you have said or done in the past, that in your heart, tell God tonight, Lord, I'm sorry. Help me, O oh God, to let it go. Wash me and make me so that I can know you better, so you will show me who you are in truth, that I will walk with you, knowing that I fear no, 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 no evil because you are with me. So brothers and sisters, Unless we do this, unless we let go of this, 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 this habit of, of imagining these things that are wicked and wrong, 
we will miss out on knowing God. And if we don't know God, he also will not know us. And we will miss out on the glory of his presence and being the, the bride that he's been bought to the price. Amen.